Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information here on Just Plane Radio. The show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. And uh, I got another update for you about me. Since, uh, let's be real, it is about me. Uh, I am officially negative. I know what you're saying. You think, Craig, you're so positive all the time. When you do just plain radio, you're so happy. Happy go luck. No, I tested negative for the coronavirus finally after being positive uh, about, I guess it was about four or five weeks ago. I got it. And uh, I got in and got a test. And now I'm officially negative. I got the paperwork to prove it. And I could travel, you know, if I want to, uh, to the Bahamas. Uh, You know, they're opened up for us now. Uh, Dennis has to get tested, even though he never tested positive or never had any symptoms. Right, Dennis? I haven't had the disease, <laughs> at least not that I know of. Not that you know of. But the only way to know for sure is if you have a test, and that's what they require in the Bahamas right now. And that, that'll probably you know carry throughout the Caribbean, is my guess, uh, as things progress. But you know, we kind of talked a little bit about this last week that they were requiring a negative test within 10 days of travel to the Bahamas if you're going to take your private aircraft over to the islands from the states. And then, and how it works is you got to get your negative test. You, you have to do it within that 10-day window, but you have to submit it online. They have to review it and then kick you back an official like receipt that, okay, we've, we've looked at your test. It's legit. Here is your pass to enter the Bahamas on your trip that you're planning, obviously, within the next 10 days. However, they re, they suggest you give them at least 72 hours to turn that around to you. <laughs> so now you've shaved it down to seven days. And the kicker is, you know, for us in Florida, you know, we're I'm based in Orlando. I mean, as you've seen on the news this week, Florida is definitely smack dab in the middle of the uh, epidemic right now. And uh, it has put serious pressure on the testing uh, systems here in Florida. And, you know, I I was lucky. I got my results and I happened to make a reservation for my COVID test at a place that had one of those rapid test systems that they can turn around the results in 15 minutes. Now, most of the tests that you uh, set up for, you know, they'll say it's going to take anywhere from three days to two weeks, which is obviously a problem. If you're planning a trip to the Bahamas, you go get your test and find out you're not going to get your results. And, uh, I'm not know. a math wizard, but I'm thinking, you know, two weeks to get your results and you have to have the test within 10 days. I, I think there's a, a little disconnect there. Yeah. Even with the new math, it's not going to add up or subtract or whatever. You know, but but I'm telling you, it's a mess right now in Florida. It's just basically the the demand for testing is way outweighing the supply, and it's not necessarily even the tests 
themselves. It, it's the getting the results. You know, they do the test, they send them to the lab, and then the lab right now is bottlenecked and, and so backlogged. Uh, places where you typically go, like a drugstore, like Walgreens, CVS, which is where I went initially for my test. Uh, the, the first test I had, they turned it around in like three days. The second one I got several weeks later, smack dab in the middle of this, I've still not gotten back results from one test. So, And it's been a week and a half. So the same place I went initially that took three days uh, is well over a week and a half now. And I, I don't know when I'm going to get results on that one. But it doesn't matter because I happened to book two tests. Uh, one, This second one was a little later, about five days later. And I was able to get the results from that in 15 minutes. So I kind of had a, a plan. I did a stagger thing. I wanted to actually get two negatives. Uh, so I've gotten one for sure. And I expect this one that I'm waiting on is going to be negative too, since the, the second one was negative uh, and, and knowing how I feel and stuff. And I'm way outside the window uh, as far as that's concerned. So, you know, it, it's just a, a problem right now in Florida. I don't know. Well, you're in Minnesota. Are, are they having a problem like that there too? Or I not? haven't heard to to the not to the scale that uh, that you are, but we also yeah. don't have the number of uh, new cases popping up and and all that here in Minnesota nearly to the extent that you do in Florida or even right. California. Well, you know the the trick in Florida right now once again is finding that rapid test system that can turn around the results in like 15 minutes or even you know even a half a day is acceptable, of course. But uh, the place that I know has them, it's a lot of hospitals. So if you go to like a, a Centricare in Florida that's backed up by Advent Health Hospitals in Florida or something like that, uh, those are the places uh, a lot of them uh, may have that rapid test hardware that allows them to turn around the the results so quickly. So that's obviously, you got to find that rapid test place if you're expecting to go to the Bahamas. You know, or fly to Florida first and then go over there, maybe spend a couple of days in Florida. But you, you got to find out where they do this rapid test. And, and the kicker is not only do you have to find that system where they can turn around the results quick, but you have to reserve a, uh, you know, make a reservation to get the test done. And those are being uh, booked out like a week, a week and a half in advance right now. So you got a lot of problems, a lot of planning that you have to take into consideration if you expect to fly your aircraft over to the Bahamas right now. A lot more than you may initially think, uh, you know, uh, with all the paperwork and online filings that you got to do with customs and immigration and all that kind of stuff. This And here we thought last year's biggest challenge was just getting 12-inch end numbers on the plane. Right. <laughs> We got that now. You got your plane all painted, got the new numbers ready to go. And, uh, you know, now they threw this other roadblock up in front of us. So, uh, you know, I, at least I, I would say, you know, knowing my experience, having to learn about this by, well, not by choice, but because of necessity, uh, at least I know what we got to do, Dennis. So I know how to navigate it to a certain extent, but once again, you, you're going to have to really plan out and make sure you stay within that 10-day window for the Bahamas to give you clearance to even get into the country. If you get over there and you don't have your official uh, form that they've emailed back to you after you've submitted your negative test, um, it's not clear what could happen 
but they, you know, they talk about they would isolate you off and send you back. And, well, you know, I can tell you right now, it would be a mess. Uh, the, the other thing is, is if you go over to the Bahamas right now, get through all that stuff and you're clear, you're negative. Uh, they do have a mandatory mask wearing situation and they also have a curfew. So if you're staying at a resort, you got to stay on the property. Uh, you can't leave the resort between like, I don't know, like 10 PM and 5 AM each day or something like that. And if you're caught without a mask, uh, you know, there's like a $200 fine and, or a month in jail. So they're taking this stuff pretty seriously, which, you know, I don't blame them, but, uh, you're not going to want to test the system. You hear what I'm saying, Dennis? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting that way everywhere. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're seeing more and more states implementing it now. Even stores are, are just making policy changes. I just saw this week, Best Buy and Walmart have both announced mandatory mask policies. So even if your local government doesn't put it in place, uh, the businesses might be uh, putting rules in place. So it's, you just got to know how to navigate the system. So I guess put a mask on and just suck it up, people. Yeah. You know, in the Bahamas, I think it's, uh, you know, if you want to hang out on the beach, it's groups five or less as well. So, you know, it, it's still very conducive, you know, for a private, you know, aviator, uh, you know, pilot to go over there, take his Mooney 201 or Cessna 182 and uh, fly over to the Bahamas and do a little island hopping through there. You know, if you get all that paperwork stuff squared away, I mean, it's uh, you're, you're kind of socially distanced just because, you know, you can only take, you know, what, four people tops in, in an aircraft like that anyway. So you can have a blast and pretty much have the resorts probably to yourself, a lot of them. But just know what the what those hoops are that you're going to have to jump through so you don't get caught or stuck anywhere in particular. I, I, I still don't know what the deal is exactly if you fly back from the Bahamas into the States, if they're going to make you quarantine or what. But, hey. I, you know, you just want to get there first and deal with that. And then coming back, if you've got a quarantine, you may have to quarantine depending on where you're flying from and what their particular rules in your local neck of the woods, I guess. Right. And at least you'll be quarantining back at home, hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. Instead of having to quarantine in a foreign country when you're supposed to be out vacationing. But you know, once you get there, you may want to just stay there. I mean, it's pretty nice right you're there. You're not wrong. It's pretty nice out there in the water. Uh, do a little diving. Yeah, a little snorkeling. Hey, little you got to wear a mask to go look at the sharks anyway. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, we could use some of that. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. 
Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I need your weights, by the way. What do you mean? For the plane. It's a safety issue. I'm giving you the weight. This is a regulation. Ask Jeff if he'll give you his weight. You're not going to give me your weight? She doesn't even know how much I weigh. No. You know who else doesn't know how much I weigh? My doctor. My weight. My business. No one knows. It's very personal. Mm -hmm. I'd rather be dead in the Sea of Cortez than have you know what I want. We got two hearts on fire. Breathing higher and higher. Ashes and embers to put on flame. Girl, I bet you can see it from an This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information this week. All right, so um, a lot of big events uh, going on. Uh, Dennis is going to tell us all about, uh, well, flying where? To Wichita, right? To Wichita, yep. To Lloyd Stearman Field for the Aviation Content Creators Awards that's happening. The first ever awards, and it's going to be the first-time event. So it's something different, you know, yeah. we can't have an Oshkosh this year. So, um, they've stepped up to create a new event that hopefully fill the gap. It's obviously going to be a little bit smaller in scale. Well, but, it's uh, close to uh media bigwigs like uh, captain Dennis. Well, or sh- I should say he weaseled his way in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I connived, <laughs> but it's not open to the public, but you're going to hear all about it next week on just plain radio. So we're excited about that, but there are plenty of events going on right now online in lieu of being able to get uh, face-to-face. And obviously, Air Venture is one of them. And their event, uh, la- la- it launches this week, I believe, right? Well, in as a replacement for the Air Venture in Oshkosh, which is normally going to would have been uh, July 21st, they're now doing the EAA Spirit of Aviation Week. And so if you go out to eaatogether.org, 
uh, they've got a countdown running and uh, until Monday and you can actually sign up for virtual forums and uh, attend a virtual trade show. They're going to have virtual exhibitor booths. So it's going to be like going to Oshkosh and you'll get to go and see, you know, the latest products and demos and, but it's going to be a virtual experience. You'll yeah. be doing, you know, WebExes and zoom meetings and instead of actually, you know, having a beer and, and brats on the flight line with the, you know, 24 uh, seven air, air presence, right. Without the smells, without the, you know, um, I don't know the, well, the aching. Well, feet. it's going to be without the cheese curds. So there's yeah, that. Well, no, you can make your own. You can make your own at home. Isn't there a way you can do that? Yeah, don't you it's, just, not, it's not the same. It, you know, definitely the smell not the of same. Gas and the, the, the smell of that, um, smoke oil from the airplanes as you're eating your uh, cheese curds and having a bratwurst. Yeah. You know, well, you can't re- replace that. Here, here's the recipe. Just take some Velveeta, chop it into little chunks and fry it. That's, I, it'll, I'm sure it'll turn into a gooey mess, but that'd be the recipe I'd suggest for you to try. But, uh, but anyway, you could do that or avoid it, uh, if you so choose. But the neat thing about what they're going to be doing at AirVenture is a lot of those little breakout seminars. I mean, it's one thing about the exhibits, you're, you know, you can only do so much of that stuff online is basically perusing their uh, website and stuff like that and learning about different vendors as you would if you were searching around anything online. But the um, seminars that a lot of uh, folks go to every year for AirVenture during the week especially and learn about, for instance, how to repair this on your aircraft or, you know, uh, you know, build this new uh, accessory, learn about the avionics, you know, all those breakout learning uh, things that they do at AirVenture, they're going to do a lot of those online. Right, all of them are going to be yeah. online because we're not going to be at Oshkosh. So it actually might be more popular, or be more highly attended than they are in person. I'm wondering, what do you think? Well, they're certainly going to have a lot more seating capacity. Yeah, they're planning true. on up to three thousand attendees for each one of these seminars. You know, they're going to have people like Mike Bush uh, from Savvy Aviation is going to be doing a number of different seminars that you know, might appeal to aircraft owners about things like breakdowns away from home or why you should buy an engine monitor for your airplane. Right. And if you went to watch him in a tent, you know, there might be only a couple hundred seats and, you know, you got to compete with the the noise of the, of the airplanes flying over and mm-hmm. all the people coming through. And here you can, you know, you don't have to wear pants. You can be at your own computer okay. in your living room and, <laughs> you know, be very casual, but you and 3000 of your closest friends can get, you know, a one-on-one with, uh, with these personalities and learn all about, you know, how to buy your own airplane or what it's like to live at an air park. And, you know, do you want, is this the lifestyle you want to get into? It, it's so diverse what they're going to be offering. Yeah. You're not going to be able to replace the hands-on seminars of learning how to, to TIG weld a, a, an airframe like they would normally do at Oshkosh, but mm-hmm. you know, you'll still be able to see the latest products from Dynon and Garmin and Avidyne and Apario and, you know, and what the latest, uh, you know, what they're planning on doing or what they're releasing new. And there's already show specials out there. I saw that uh, the National Association of Flight Instructors, you know, come to our virtual trade show for five, you know, 5% off your renewal or whatever, you know, so you're, we're already starting to see it more yep. and more of the vendors that are traditionally at exhibiting, uh, are finding a way to do it online and maybe it'll open up a whole new group of people that have never had the, the pleasure of going to Oshkosh 
which they should, by the way. Well, I, I think it will. I mean, you know, uh, like, like I said, those type of events really lend themselves to online presentations or Zoom meeting type things like that. So, and, and I would recommend you wearing uh, pants. That's, that's just not a good impression if your camera happens to go lower than your waist accidentally and you give the presenter, you know, something. I mean, it's well, one thing it's for them to facts. picture the audience in their underwear. It's another thing for them to see it. You hear what I'm saying? I think you do. So <laughs> wear pants. And then uh, just one other tip I would give you, if you're going to participate in some of these online seminars for AirVenture, uh, is, you know, uh, get your computer stuff squared away way before you're actually signed up for your first seminar. Because the worst thing you can do is log into one of those meeting things and then realize like your camera's not working if you're if you so choose to want to be seen uh, or your mic's not quite right with your computer uh, or whatever. So you just kind of want to tweak those things in advance. There's plenty of resources online to to get that uh, set up if you're not real familiar with working with a Zoom type, you know, software system. But the last thing you want to do is, is you know, sit there and, and just like, well, okay, I'll log in. It's 3 o'clock, time to do this. And, and then you log in. You can't get the, you know, video to show or you, something's messed up. So you kind of want to tweak all that stuff before so you don't miss any of the good stuff. Would you agree with me on that, Dennis? Absolutely. And, you know, if I can add another tip as well, of register for these seminars early. Don't wait until, you know, 15 minutes before the seminar is going to start to sign up for it because yeah. you might not be able to get in. Right. They're they're allowing 3,000 people, but when you consider that AirVenture has hundreds of thousands of people visiting, potentially you may be competing with a lot of other people that all want to watch that same seminar as you. Mm-hmm. So register now. It's open to be able to add them to your calendar, get a reminder, um, get on the list, and, you know, that way you won't be disappointed. Absolutely. The website again is what, Dennis? EAAtogether.org. There you go. It's a virtual air venture this year. So there you go. You get all the details. There's actually another, like, an event right after that. We're going to talk about that next right here on Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis, rounding out the crew. All right, so Air Venture uh, is happening this week online. Uh, we gave you the website for that. Right after that, they have uh, the Electronic or Electric uh, Aviators Association or some other kind of show. It's that you the sh- Electric Aircraft Symposium. That's what I said. But thank you for reiterating that, Dennis. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, but, I want to make sure our listeners have a chance to actually find the event if they are interested. True. And they're doing it online as well. Usually they kind of you know dovetail on-air venture, I guess, on-site is what they do, uh, but right. being everything is canceled, they're doing the same thing as AirVenture, so they're going to do this uh, symposium online right after AirVenture. The uh, website is vtoll.org, uh, 
and you can go there and set up for it. And, and but but I assume, you know, this organization or they have uh, panel discussions about electric aircraft and that kind of thing. That's kind of what they specialize in. Is that what you got from it as well? There, Dennis? Yeah, there's going to be uh, the the first day is going to be a lot of introductions. If there's going to be technical seminars, so you know if you're a, a company that's developing products for that market or are interested in you know purchasing those for your business or just want to see where it's going, this might be uh, might be just perfect for you. Well, there you go. Well, I don't know if these guys are going to be part of it, but they might. Uh, there's a Japanese startup called uh, what Sky Drive, and supposedly in August they're going to do their first public flight of a two-man, you know, like drone, helicopter-type flying vehicle that they expect to set up like an air taxi in urban centers uh, soon. But they expect to do their first public test flight and showcase this uh, this new, I don't know, air taxi device. And it looks pretty hip. They're going to start it with a like a pilot and a passenger, and then they plan to make it autonomous where it just be two passengers. But how are they going to find that those? I mean, uh, passengers to to go without the pilot? It's like the driveless cars. Who wants to be the first one? You know I know what the I mean? kids these days are fearless, so okay, I think they that's true. less resistance to it. Here, Sonny, come! I'm gonna give you a free ride in a helicopter. Get in here. Let us know if you make it across town. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Off with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What is this? Somebody enrolled somebody back into pilot school. So what do you say we quit that dead-end job you're in and put your mommy in a real nice home, something with 24-hour care on me, and not one of them bang and binum joints, something really nice. Would be nice to go back to pilot school. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along, Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. All right, so uh, we got to do some drone news. And this, uh, you know, when I read the headline on this one, I was like, uh-oh. It was like uh, drones are bad enough by themselves. But when the FAA uh, says, like, the first organization to be certified uh, to fly drones as a swarm <laughs> i'm like drone swarms holy crap skynet is it real yeah you evidently know, have a terminator flashbacks yes. and dystopian societies i mean 2020 is bad enough but this sounds like we're getting right up there well uh, an organization in iowa a startup called what is it rentizo uh, is the first That's- to gain permission from the faa to fly multiple airships at once and you know they're doing it for like crop dusting and things like that. So they show a video of them like operating three drones at once and, and uh, spraying a field, which I was like, okay, but yeah, you, you think of the drones and, and you think of a swarm of them. And yeah, I, I immediately thought of like, 
you know, going to Disney World a couple of years ago when they were doing that uh, night air show at Christmas time, and and had, they had three hundred drones up in the air, uh, creating a three D Christmas tree in the sky. It was impressive, and you know they'd done it on the Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff. But I guess those weren't FAA certified. <laughs> I don't know. They they just got some kind of permission to to fly those drone swarms which you know i guess that was the buzzword or term that kind of caught me off guard had you heard that before uh you know a, a drone swarm not in this context yeah. but you know it, it is interesting because you know instead of having the uh the crop dusters you know flying the ag pilots flying low and uh spraying the fields now you could let loose a couple hundred drones and as they empty their tanks, they're you know flying back to a, a vehicle to be topped off and just keep them going all day long. I can see this being really really efficient and easy to manage instead of having to fly you know a full size airplane around and make sure it's got fuel and a runway and yeah this this could be game changing. It for could the be a thing. You know they got their little um, you know program you can go with or go through for the FAA, which you did to become a drone pilot. But uh, if you really want to kick it up a notch, you want to be a certified swarm operator exactly uh, to, to be able to operate an entire swarm of drones uh which sounds impressive and scary as hell to a private pilot like myself <laughs> i was like one of them is bad enough to think that you could uh, encounter a swarm of drones when you're trying to fly your private aircraft around oh geez uh brother it never Don't ends over farm fields anymore then Right, but at least we'll keep the the weeds at bay <laughs> or the bugs away. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I don't know if you want to look into that, uh, becoming a certified drone swarm, <laughs> you know, pilot. Uh, go for it because the FAA is evidently allowing, at least uh, starting to allow companies to do uh, such craziness. So we'll have to wait and see where that goes. All right. Uh, another thing. Well, what was the other thing we wanted to chat about? Because there was something that was kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. The the new museum yeah. in Oregon. And uh, how do you say the 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 town there? Where is Wallowa? Wallowa, Wallowa, Oregon. And the uh, the the guy there uh, created a museum, and I guess it just recently opened. And he wanted something a little bit more unique than your typical you know, air museum, he wanted something fun and zany. <laughs> and, uh, when you look at the pictures and the description of some of the exhibits that they have there at this new museum in Wallowa, Oregon, uh, I think Mission he accomplished, uh, I think he's done a pretty good job, uh, because he has, uh, well, it's crazy colors and, uh, well, it's called the what Malenko Air Malenko Museum, Air Museum, which and is it's named got a Companion Cafe as well. Yeah. So you can go there for lunch and go check out the exhibits too. And, and for what it's worth, Malenko Air Museum, Malenko, he is a toy monkey that has been carried around by aviators on a number of globe circulating uh, circling flights. So that that's who Malenko is. He's He's a toy monkey. He named the museum after a toy monkey. Uh, and that's pretty zany in itself. But there's evidently an exhibit um, or a little display to honor Ham, the first chimp in, in space. Which I, when I first read that, I was like, is this a hose? Come on. I'm going to snopes this. 
But uh, you told me it's a, it's totally legit. That was uh, the first chimp in space. His name was Ham. Yep, and he was he went into space before uh, Alan Shepard. You know, our first astronaut. Right so back. Well, in, back but in it the was 50s. an acronym. You're a liar. I googled it. Uh, Holloman Aeromed, which would be Ham, is the acronym. So that was the first chimp in space. And uh, I don't what what does Holloman Aeromed mean? Do you know? <laughs> I'm I'm assuming it probably had something to do with Holloman Air Force Base. Okay, uh, probably that sure. might have been where they did the training for it. And then the second chimp in space was was who? Bacon. Bacon, of course. Ham and yeah, ham and eggs it was eggs. <laughs> I think that one uh, we might have taken some editorial um, license with. I don't no, know. No, everything's a hundred percent accurate here. Right, we would never lie or we only Make deal up. in rumor and innuendo. Come on. But uh, but anyway, so yeah, they they have an exhibit to Ham, the first chimpanzee in space, among other things. Once again, definitely falls in the zany category. But then they have some you know cool, more traditional aviation stuff. But it's bright, it's colorful. He wants to appeal to the kids and inspire the you know younger kids to get into uh, aviation. So a little zaniness and fun exhibits and atmosphere. You know, I, I think he's onto something. I think that's a good good plan of attack. And it sets him apart, sets the museum apart from all the other aviation places you could go. You know anything about uh, Wallowa, Oregon, by the way? I've, I've never been to Oregon. It's on my list of places to go. And when I go out there, I definitely want to go to Evergreen Museum and go see the Spruce Goose up close. So I'll have to work this in, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll, well, we'll supposedly, check out traditional air museum and, and zany all at the same time. Well, what's ironic... Uh, there's evidently not an airport in Wallowa, but but there is an aviation museum uh, now. So, you know, I'm not sure what the closest uh, airport you can go into, but but look for Malenko's Air Museum. You might want to add that on. You know, they get a little cafe too, so you could do the figure out a way to do that hundred dollar hamburger run. Maybe you think? Yeah, could find a courtesy car and at the at an airport nearby and drive out. Right. Okay, so uh, so we got that. Also, um, a representative from Wings Air Helicopters in New York City, Westchester, to be precise, reached out to Just Plane Radio this week and asked if we'd give them a little plug for uh, a pretty noble cause they seem to be doing. They're giving helicopter rides over New York, which, you know, that should be on everybody's list. But they're doing special helicopter rides with their fleet for healthcare heroes in New York City. You know, so, uh, you know, obviously those folks on the front line of the coronavirus need a break. They decided they would uh, help out. They're putting up 50% of the cost, and then they're asking for donations to help offset some of the other costs to put these uh, these folks up in the air and give them the, well, give them a cool tour, you know, aerial tour of the city that they're trying to protect. You know, I, I would assume it, they're they're keeping it to the uh, healthcare workers there in New York City, but maybe not. Uh, but you can uh, check out their GoFundMe page and uh, contribute if you like. Read more about it. Uh, just do a search on GoFundMe for Wings Air Helicopters, and uh, I think that was uh, it's a pretty nice uh, thing. Have you ever done that, by the way? Uh, you, the helicopter tours? Well, no. anything. Have you flown? You, you haven't flown your aircraft over New York City yet. Have I you? haven't been to New York City. The only, what? the closest I've been was uh, 
a layover at LaGuardia and one at Newark. Um, I've actually never been into the city. Uh, we've tried a number of times over the years and just hasn't worked out. And so it is on a list of mine. Uh, Dory and I would like to go uh, at some point. Uh, well, you know what? They got a lot of uh, vacancies available right now. I, I but... hear that. <laughs> but apparently Minnesota just got on the naughty list over in New York. And so I, we're not allowed to go there unless I want to quarantine for 14 yeah, days. This may not be the best time. But uh, but look, help out the wings there, guys. That's a pretty good cause. And uh, we got to think about those folks that are trying to keep everybody safe. That's one way to do it. More coming up. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? How'd you guess? Uh, I saw your luggage. And when I noticed the airline ticket, I put two and two together. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. All right, so Dennis has been pretty busy uh, doing some crazy stuff with animals. And uh, we're going to get to in just a bit. But first, you know, we, we've been uh, watching the SpaceX rockets blast off in Florida. I, I've seen a couple of them now. 
And I, don't, I think there was one that I, I don't know if it got postponed this week or did it go off this week? It, it did get postponed. And I, I was really hoping that that one would launch on time because if they did, it was the same Falcon booster that had just brought the astronauts to the International Space Station. Uh-huh. And if they were to able to launch that by J- uh, July 23rd, they would have beat a record that NASA had set for the fastest turnaround of an orbital class rocket. How about that? So Elon you know, Musk, he's really uh, doing some crazy stuff. But but he actually reached out to you, is what you were telling me during the commercial well, break. Well, not personally, but his company did. Uh, one of the, the projects that SpaceX has been working on is a new worldwide internet service called Starlink. Right. And they've been launching these batches of 60 little microsatellites into orbit here on back-to-back missions. With Satellite of, swarms, I believe, is the yes, technical they are. term. <laughs> and they're going to have, uh, their their goal is to get somewhere around 24,000 satellites in orbit to be able to provide seamless coverage anywhere on the planet of internet. And we're talking low latency internet. So you could stream wow. your Netflix uh, while on an island in the Bahamas. Uh, so that's the goal. All wireless. All wireless, of course, because hmm. it's going to be delivered by satellite. So it doesn't matter if you're in a farm field in the middle of North Dakota, you know, 80 miles from the nearest uh, piece of civilization, you'll still be able to get high-speed internet. Well, how fast are we talking? Are we, are we are this like 5G type stuff, or do we even know yet? At least that fast is At what least. they're saying. And okay. with with low enough latencies that for the gamers that are really hypersensitive about lag, yeah. Um, it sounds like it's going to be uh, suitable for them as well. But uh, uh, Elon Musk is going to—he's going to control all this stuff. Well, he a, owns it. It's part of SpaceX, right? Uh, but I, what I'm theirs. saying is, like, are you going to have to buy a Tesla before you get it, kind of deal, or do we? Hey, <laughs> if that's the price of admission, <laughs> to no one can deal afford with my it. local cable company. Uh, you know, hey, this is not a bad thing. But yeah, um, I signed up for the for the program. I wanted to find out about updates. Well, they just sent out an email last week asking me for an update with my actual physical street address because they're now starting to look for people that they can get to start testing this for real. And they're needing people that are living in the northern part of the United States and southern Canada because that's where they have the continuous coverage right now as they're starting to build this out. So I'm excited. Well, how would they, uh, how would you be able to test it? Would they send you, I mean, you're going to need a satellite dish or something or do you yep. even know? You will yes, the, and they're going to provide the hardware. They've already got the the hardware approved. It's been through the FCC, and the the satellite dish is, I guess, about the size of a pizza box. So it's not going to be hmm. too obtrusive. Probably smaller than a direct TV dish on, on your roof. Okay, but I like the flexibility of it. You know, uh, I could see myself putting this up at our hangar because I can't get five G service or th- even uh, LTE service because of the metal hangar that we're in. It really cuts the signal. So it's hard to try to get, you know, database downloads for the airplane or even to connect to the security camera, things like that. So right. I'm I'm eager for that at the hangar or even when we go to Oshkosh, you know, you got the motorhome out in the field and, you know, there's only so much stuff you can do watching the air show, especially at night. So being able to stream Netflix in your camper is kind of cool and, mm-hmm. you know, or, or record an episode of Just Plain Radio live uh, from the show. Uh, you know, we'd have solid internet to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, the technology's there. Well, yeah, well, years ago, we've done shows uh, from the middle of nowhere with satellite links, but the the cost of doing that is astronomical. Yeah, uh, it's, and- it's tricky. The equipment's expensive. It's insane. But this sounds like you said, like a direct TV or maybe like Sirius XM type of receiver type thing, maybe. 
Yeah. And they're talking that the pricing is going to be equivalent to what you're paying for a cell service right now. So, you know, think about that. You don't have a satellite truck to have to set up. You can. When is this going to be ready? Do we know? uh, It's going to be going into private beta here in the next few weeks. And with the hope of a public beta, that'll, they'll be opening a lot wider um, by the end of summer. And that's what you hope to be a part of. That's what I hope to be a part of. Yep. I'd I'd love to be an early adopter. You know, I work for a technology company, so I'm well suited. Uh, I'm a network administrator by education. So, you know, I'm, I'm the right person to, to break things. And he's a regular job of that contributor to just plain radio. Uh, just don't tell them that and you might. Yeah, no, I think they might disqualify me if I did that. So, uh, well, that's, that's kind of cool. I don't know. We'll see where that goes. I mean, I, I could imagine that might apply to private aircraft too. I mean, well, you know, if they get the sizing down on this, can you imagine putting an antenna like that on the roof of your airplane and yeah. now having internet access I in can. flight? Yeah, uh, I think it'd be you know, sweet. I think it'd be even better than what we're doing right now with the ADSB ground stations. It right. would open up a whole bunch of new safety things that we could have to, as pilots. Right. And you, you couldn't use that excuse to, you know, calling the spouse saying, hey, I'm out of range. Sorry. Well, and, and no air escape. traffic control would have much more options to be able to, you know, send you your clearance digitally and things like that. Because, they, you know, instead of having to call and find a window on the frequency to, to check in with the next center controller, you can just push a button and a text message would show up on a screen. I see this as the, you know, the future. And this is maybe one way to enable that. There you go. I like it. Now, uh, real quick before we wrap it up today, uh, Dennis, I love the way he thinks because he called me and he said, hey, we've been locked down. Kids have been complaining that they want some cats for the house. And uh, I figured out a way to get them and use my plane in the process. <laughs> and uh, you, you found some on what, Craigslist? We tried to adopt from one of the local pet stores, but we were getting a runaround with uh, going through the adoption agency. And so I said, you know, hey, let's just see what's available. And so we were looking on Craigslist and we were going to go fly up to northern Minnesota and pick up some cats. There you go. Yeah, parlay uh, some new additions to the family, furry additions, into a, a flight to go get them. I love the way you think, as every aviator should. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Yeah. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. Have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.